Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Alexander Ohnandia of Distinction Agency. Alexander, it's awesome to have you on the show. I appreciate you having me, Gresham. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Alexander so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Alexander is the co-founder and CEO of Distinction Agency, a marketing agency that works with athletes, businesses, and social media influencers. Based in Miami, Alexander has developed strong relationships with Fortune 500 companies and emerging startups, marquee media, professional athletes, social media influencers, and nonprofit organizations through strategic marketing and communication campaigns. Alexander, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. So to kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock, so to speak, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Take us through your CEO story. We'll let you get started with your business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I grew up, you know, always being fascinated with, with sports and, you know, played growing up and, and through high school. And you know, I would say by my junior, senior year of high school, I knew I wasn't going to play much further past that, right? So looking at how you can still somewhat go down the path of being in the industry. And so for me, you know, I was kind of looking at schools where I could, you know, go and study sports management. Uh, so I went off to Florida State University, you know, I was excited to go there big athletics program, obviously, and, you know, focus on the sports management side. Um, and so in my time there, you know, had a couple different internships that gave me the opportunity to really get started in this industry. You know, my first internship was with a PR firm uh, focused on some different sports clients, both brands um, and universities and helping them um, with various different things. And so throughout that experience, I really really enjoyed it and learned a lot more about what PR and marketing really is and how it relates to the sports business. I think I was very fortunate too at the same time that I was going to school and then even when I graduated and went into my first agency job, social media was really just becoming a thing. You know, it was really starting to take off and you were starting to see brands use it a lot more and certain talent uh, leverage it as well. And so that was a great opportunity for me because as an intern and then even as an entry level you know, employee, a lot of the more senior executives and people didn't want anything to do with social media. There wasn't necessarily positions designed just for that at the time. Um, and so I was able to learn a lot, um, manage some accounts for both brands and individuals and kind of see the power that had. Um, at the same time, you know, I was doing a lot in the traditional PR side, working with a couple agencies uh, in the Miami Dolphins communications department as well. Uh, and learned a lot about, you know, corporate communications and working with startups and all these different variables um, and, and knew I was really passionate about it. Um, and I think kind of the turning point for me was I was working with some consumer brands uh, around 2016, 2017 that had brand ambassadors who were athletes. And so really building out holistic marketing and communications campaigns, leveraging not only the brand and the product, but the athlete or the celebrity talent um, was something I was really passionate about and you know, saw this huge need for designing these campaigns that not only set up interviews you know, with a Forbes or an ESPN, the magazine, but then also building it out on social. So how do you, you know, really drive interest, 
uh, create great content that brands wanted. And so really enjoyed that process. And we were seeing as well a need for influencer marketing. That was something that was really emerging. Um, agencies didn't really know how to handle it at first. It just kind of fell in the same bucket as, you know, athlete marketing or traditional PR. And so as I was learning influencer marketing, I was finding there wasn't many agencies at that time, you know, focused on helping those individuals. You know, it was kind of the wild, wild west. It still is a little bit. Um, but, you know, there really wasn't much. And so these influencers didn't know, you know how much to charge for a campaign, what the deliverables would look like, how to negotiate with a brand, you know, in a way that, you know, typically an agent would do for an athlete. Um, so saw that huge need. Um, and in 2018, with my business partner, we started Distinction Agency and, you know, really focusing on, on serving three types of individuals, athletes, uh, influencers, and businesses. Nice. I absolutely love that. And as a, you know, big sports junkie, um, I, I definitely love how you, you know, you transition from that to building your agency and still those foundational principles in the beginning are still evident. And it's kind of awesome that you've been able to do that. I'm, I'm a huge Peter Warwick fan. I don't know if you know Peter Warwick, uh, yeah. but he was, yes, I was a huge fan before he went to the Bengals. But yeah, I used to always love watching uh, Florida State as well, too. So definitely, you know, love how you've been able to kind of transition that. So um, I, I know you t talked about it a little bit. Can you take us through like kind of your process and how you work. I know you work with different client base, but could you take us through kind of like the foundational principles of that? Absolutely. So, you know, the three types of, of groups that we serve, you know, specifically the athletes and influencers first, you know, we customize everything we do for them. I think the core element that we do for each one is brand partnerships. Um, so looking to add to their brand portfolio, a lot of individuals come to us and they're already doing some partnerships. Um, it's probably something mainstream, like maybe a shoe deal or an energy drink or a water company, um, but they're looking to diversify and work with different types of companies, maybe industries that they're passionate about like technology, fitness, fashion, et cetera. And we also have individuals who want to get involved with startups um, and maybe even looking at non-traditional endorsement deals like equity opportunities. So that's something that we really build out with each individual and each individual is very different on what they're looking for on the brand partnerships. Um, and so we help them, you know, bring that, those extra opportunities to the table you know, with the athletes specifically, a lot of times they do have an agent. Um, however, that agent might be focused on, you know, their top clients on their roster, their Pro Bowl players or their multiple time all-stars for marketing um, because they're not, you know, specialists in marketing. And so the players who are kind of on that next level who, you know, start for their team or have won an Olympic gold medal or whatever that might be, there's so much untapped opportunity for marketing. So we really help them try to find those extra partnerships and, and be a valuable partner there. Uh, we also offer services like public relations and content creation and really helping these individuals build a brand. You know, I like to say that building a brand isn't one campaign that you do for a few months or anything like that. It's a lifestyle. So you really have to identify, you know, how you're going to build this brand, what you want your tone to be, you know, both with the media and in your content, you know, who you want to work with. And so we help them through that as well. Um, and then on the businesses side, you know, we operate kind of like a traditional agency in a sense, you know, offering services, you know, like social media marketing, public relations, content creation. Uh, we just did our first event um, during Super Bowl here in Miami this year as well. Um, so have those services as well for businesses. And what I think makes us unique is we're able to really look at how we can leverage the talent we work with to help those brands and also offer some traditional services um, that benefit them. 
Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and I think too, and I don't know if you find this with clients, and I know you, you, you mentioned your, your secret sauce. Do you find that because, you know, I don't want to say it's completely new, but it's probably definitely ever evolving, kind of like the influencer and just marketing in general and, and PR as well too. Do you find that a lot of the clients maybe um, they just want to do, you know, what they're really, really great at and having that opportunity to kind of lean on somebody that able to kind of come up with those maybe creative ideas or they might see it as out-of-box ideas prevents that really great kind of relationship and, and really co-creation um, co, um, opportunities. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of times, you know, we, we talk to brands who they're doing a really great job maybe with their social media marketing or they're doing a great job with their content. Uh, but maybe they're lacking on the public relations side or vice versa. Mm. And so we try to look at, all right, how can we storytell through our content and then through the PR side? Um, so an example would be like, you know, if we work with an Olympic gold medalist, you know, building out an endorsement campaign where that individual is promoting that product on social and creating content and doing appearances, but then also leveraging that story on PR. So maybe this was a traditional consumer brand that all of a sudden sports media are interested in talking to. And there's also, you know, an entrepreneurial element to that about how an athlete is, is working with various brands. So that's kind of how we look at it as, you know, we try to identify what you're doing well already and then how we can, you know, reach those untapped, untapped areas. And I think the example of, you know, leveraging an athlete to get some sports press talking about your brand that might not have a lot to do with sports is, is a great way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love kind of like the organic nature of it, because I think so many times, you know, you might just have, you know, if, if something ha doesn't have to do with sports, you just have it plop there and it doesn't kind of organically be, it isn't organically kind of massage through that, you know, through the way that it's communicated. But I love, you know, really thinking about it and getting creative on that story piece and what the brand stands for and figuring out how to make that transition, but do it in kind of a seamless way is definitely a huge thing. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah. So the, the habit I think that it has really helped our business grow and, and just helped has helped me personally um, is always looking at networking every day. And it doesn't have to be getting on the phone or sending a bunch of emails, but it can be even little things like, you're sitting on the couch, there's a football game on in the background, and you're sending a few messages on Instagram or LinkedIn or engaging with people's content. And I found that to be huge. If you can just dedicate, you know, a small part of your day to engaging with people, whether they're people you already know and work with, or people you aspire to get to know and work with, and you know, try to set up time to speak with them in the future, I found that to be really successful. And it's an easy little hack because you know, it doesn't have to be something where you carve out all your day. It can be just something as simple as you're already on Instagram. You're already kind of scrolling. Why not use it with intention uh, and try to get something out of that? Yeah, I love that word intention. And I think too that, you know, kind of speaking to obviously what you do with, you know, these these athletes and these these organizations and these um, brands, helping them kind of see things in a different light. And I love how you talked about the networking, but looking at it in a different way, because I think sometimes we don't necessarily see networking as that, but getting that opportunity to engage, as you said, and, and interact and connect at its heart can be done, obviously, in a face-to-face -face networking event can be done, you know, via phone call, but can done be done as well on social media. So I love that aspect as well too that you kind of present yeah absolutely I think I think it's something that anybody can incorporate in their day and you know it, it's just something easy to do you're already on these platforms 
platforms, you know, just use it with intent and try to find ways, you know, that will ultimately benefit you or your business. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody who, you know, you might be accountability partner or something and saying, Hey, you know, why are you spending so much time on social media? Now you can say that you're networking for sure. And that always helps out. <laughs> yeah, when I get those Apple screen time reports, I'm like, okay, it's not Apple. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I absolutely love that. So um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might even tell your younger business self. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And I think it's something I would tell my younger self and really anybody who's looking to start a business or is in the early stage. And that's, you know, something I've heard from some mentors and just people along the way is, you know, focus on getting 1% better every day, both as an individual and a business, you know, there's very few, if any, overnight sensations. And if you can just focus on getting a little bit better, you know, in every aspect of what you're doing, you will see the results over time. So that's what, you know, I try to focus on is, you know, how can I just be a little bit better today? And those results start to add up over time. Yeah, absolutely love that. And and I think too that um I don't know if you, you would consider yourself, you know, competitive, but having that competitive mindset, I think sometimes you can um, kind of push it externally and can get caught in the comparison mindset, which is not great. But if you really have that competitive fire, but you kind of um, point it internally and you're able to say, Hey, how can I be better than you know, Gresh was yesterday or, or Alexander was yesterday and just have that mentality, it helps you to kind of continue to grow, but do it, I think so, in a kind of a healthier way. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, it's human nature to compare yourself to other individuals, right? But if you look internally and say, you know, what did I do yesterday? How can I just improve a little bit more today? That's how you can do it in a realistic manner, because you're not going to go from, you know, working a 10, 11 hour day to a 16 hour day every single day. Like, it's just not realistic. You know, so how can you just get a little bit better with everything you're doing? And it could even come down to how you write a better email or, you know, how you make a better introduction or get on a phone call with somebody, but just looking at those little areas to improve. Yeah. Those little areas add up to big areas and, and become those overnight successes that happen in, you know, like 10, 12 years as well too. So I, I love that perspective. And uh, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Alexander, what does being a CEO mean to you? Yeah, I think it's, it's service and leadership. So I think it, it's serving, you know, your team first and foremost. A lot of people think, you know, I have my own business. I don't have a boss anymore. Uh, and that might be the case when it's just your, yourself or you and your business partner. But as you grow and, and have employees and people that look up to you, you know, you're serving them. And in the client industry, I'm serving each and every one of my clients every day. So how can I make sure that I'm serving them? And, you know, if I'm falling short in any area, how can I improve that and communicate on why that happened? So that's what it means on the service side. And then the leadership side, you know, I'm really big on leading by example. I think, you know, there's nothing I won't tell anybody on my team to do that I wouldn't do myself. Um, so that's what I really think it's about. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that service piece and, and being a true leader is, is practicing what you preach in a, in a lot of uh, aspects in the business and, and in life, I think, too. So being able to kind of couple those two things and have that perspective and understand why you're doing the things that you're doing and the, and the people that you're actually supporting, the people that you're, you're, you're coaching, I guess, and collaborating with and you want to see succeed um, provides a, a really great perspective on, you know, why we do the things that we do when we really drill down and, and, and look at it. Absolutely. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Alexandra, truly appreciate uh, that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, I appreciate that, Gresham. This was a pleasure. Um, and you can find more information about our business at distinctionagency.com. And we're on all social media platforms uh, as well. And then my personal uh, platforms are just my first and last name. So I look forward to connecting with uh, as many of you as possible. Awesome. Thank you so much. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. But I appreciate you again, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thanks. You too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.